Hello and welcome to the Keen on Things podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Keen, with the best 30 minutes of sleep in show business. Uh, we're going to try this. I'm on the ship, so there's engine sounds and whatnot that could uh, disrupt, that could really um, affect room tone. I always wanted to be in a, in a band called the Room Tones. Uh, you know, and you just play music about, I don't know, making movies, making TV shows, producing content. Uh, this is episode 117, Generational Networking. Interesting concept, right? That's a phrase maybe I came up with. Uh, another one I came up with was entitlement instead of entitlement. White entitlement and entitlement, which is a thing to what degree, you know. It's gray, but it's, no, it's not gray. It's white. But it's out there. Okay, uh, Generational Networking. Uh, this episode, like so many, are brought to you by Script Pipeline. Script Pipeline, one word, dot com. Uh, send them your script. They'll give you good notes, and they'll help you how to... They'll bring business aspect to it strategically. Not that it's about that, but it helps, right? It helps. You never know. Um, In the end, ultimately, do the story you want to do. Do it. Do it. Who cares? But they can guide that. They can navigate that. Words like navigate and guide. Scriptpipeline.com. Good company. Especially where... I mean, look, people in L.A. do it. We used to do events with Script Pipeline in L.A. They were packed with people that live and work in L.A., in Hollywood. So, you know, and that's a tough crowd to please. And they're still using that service you know they're not like above it is what i mean so if you're in Australia, i don't know why i always go to australia with this if you're anywhere in the world and want to submit a script but just don't want to touch hollywood or you're just like i i have no idea how to enter this business that is a great option scriptpipeline.com um so i just did shows it's sunday night i just did shows on the princess regal i landed last night got here today uh and the first night you never know when you're gonna perform stand-up um at what point in the trip let's say it's a four-day contract or a week long or two weeks usually a week long but you don't know where you're gonna perform um uh sorry usually it's not for the second or third night until the second or third night because you need the crowd you need the audience you need the passengers to adjust to the life so they can get more of the references um Cruise director tonight. It was the first night, it's an, which I don't think is the best for comic. But the good part about it being the first night, because you do need the, them to settle in a couple days. The good thing about a first night is there's a ton of announcements about the ship, about their week, and what they can expect, stuff about the ship, and it cuts into your time. And I'm just like, oh yeah, keep talking, oh keep talking, um, cut into that time. You know what I mean? Uh, but full house for the first show, second show, mm, empties, some empties. But man, the rigidity up front, right? Because those early show, uh, the elderly who came early to the show, they're there an hour and 45, they're there an hour or maybe 45 minutes before the show, front and center. And if they like you, if, which is a huge if, you're only going to get nods and like, uh, so that's best case scenario. And if they don't, then it's silence or they leave or whatever. Um, but point is, the rest of the crowd can feed off of that upper you know that's front and center and the rest of the crowd feeds off that so you really have to stay on them you know pressure 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 joke 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 comment about those three jokes joke 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 a self-deprecating joke about the joke the sets keep it going right back into the prepared material you know keep the pressure on them right like a boxer or wrestler or i don't know um 
and then there's and then eventually there's a crack and the laugh gets through another crack right the water just keeps coming uh it's harder in a way in a way it's harder when the room is packed and and there's resistance right it's so tight in there because at least like with a half crowd or, or nine tenths of a crowd you can joke about the empty seats you can joke it's a little more lax there's there's breathing room right uh but you can't let up with that packed house and it's not necessarily a material you have to bring the energy the energy you have to shorten the time between bits and energy is a huge ask for comics because they just want to do their stuff sometimes and phone it in or just whatever feel that way but when you got a huge act outs that's tough and the first 10 minutes of these shows is absolute survival and then at about 10 you find your lock you know and you can you can for the next 35 do your thing do some crowd work going to the crowd if you need um but man, the first five or ten, just it's like a plane taking off, and you got to find that which what's the altitude you want, what's above the turbulence, below it. What, what are we, okay, here's the cruising speed, and that's what it is. And that's and once you find it, even if it's not going well, you you finally find that rhythm. Sometimes ten minutes in, it varies, comic to comic. Okay, um, I I could talk about this all night. I probably should. I do need to get to the topic here. Uh, I don't know why I even have that. Okay, I just have the world is a shitstorm right now. Um, yeah, this isn't fun, but you know, it just seems like in the news and and just so much depends on how closely you follow it and social media and stuff. There's just no room left on the planet. You know, everything's hit its max. Everyone knows about every situation. There's, uh, you know, uh, it just steroided up opinions. Uh, you know about every issue. Something happens in Nevada, it affects people in Russia. Something in Africa affects California. Uh, Israel-Palestine is surfaced more than ever, right? Palestinian documentation now with videos, just making things so clear-cut, indisputable, right? Kids being effed with, detained without reason. Then, consequently, they strike back or act out. The officer then is able to manipulate that situation into finding a reason to arrest them. You know, kids don't make it home, goes on their record, eventually they get out and become targeted again, red flagged, not unlike the black population here over the years, all right? And the U.S. endorses all of this, right? When I criticize Israeli foreign policy, I'm criticizing U.S. foreign policy as well. We're complicit. Um, Point is, right, humanity being connected is not just talk anymore. Uh, It's always been that way. Humanity's always been connected. But before, it was tougher to see. There was more space. You could ignore it. Um, now with global warming and all these large corporations doing things overseas, um, you know where are the resources coming from? This if for this business to do really well, somebody must be uh, persecuted, repressed, uh, oppressed somewhere, somewhere else. You know why does one country have an abundance and some cultures don't have anything at all? The disparity, the global disparity of wealth, is larger than it's ever been. The disparity. Um, sending so much money to ukraine sending so much money to israel and our homeless level is through the roof but there is no roof because they can't afford a roof they're in an empty building that's american that should never happen one of the richest cities our airports are shit i say that because maybe i'm flying in and out of lax and miami uh the employees are bitter uh they never get to travel to the places that the people are going to that they're supposed to be helping and serving right why should they give a damn uh, is their new mantra, right? Ugh, just so bitter. Uh, I, I, Orange County's a dream. Long Beach is great. Uh, what's 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 the one? Um, 
Burbank's a dream. Okay, never flown in or out of San Diego. Isn't that crazy? Uh, employees worldwide, uh, especially in the states, over the years, I'm really seeing it. I think we're all seeing it. They've figured out not only do I not have to like my job, I don't even have to do it well. And you just see it everywhere. And it's like, is there a no pride? I mean, horrible. Is there a solution? I don't know. Incentivize more stock in the company. How do you make them? How do you make them feel more involved? Phil Jackson talks about when he coached the Lakers. And well, the Bulls and the Lakers. How do you get multimillionaires to care? How do you get them to care? They can easily. They're like, this is just a job. I go home. I make a ton of money. You know, uh, I'm famous. Uh, you know, I get all the uh, benefits that come with that. Uh, but this is everywhere. This kind of disgruntled employee stuff. And so the rich are like, f this. I'm going to make even more money so that I can just pay for better service and ignore base level, um, just community right and in order to make that money to pay for that service to ensure good service uh, they don't care who they step on right and i can see where that comes from um because i do i I try to make more money so that i can fly uh, you know better seat more points uh so i can just sail right through security and all this stuff um which there goes your middle class right there goes your middle class uh I need to eventually do a forum with these topics because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. And so it's good. I, I try to play the middle. Okay. Uh, accountability. Um, so how, this leads me into this. Like, what's a solution moving forward as a species? Uh, accountability and not relying on family, religion, nationality, political party, which sucks because normally you just want to toe that line. Like, oh, I'm just backing this country. I'll just back my country, my political party, my nationality, my religion. And that takes care of that. And you don't have to worry about it, right? We have the EPA. We have the Environmental Protection Agency. Um, so they, they've they got it. they got it handled. I don't have to do anything. I could do whatever. Nope. It's all each person, man. And that sucks for people. People are like, no, I just want to work like it's like the dad that just wants to work make the money and here wife you handle it all um so accountability and attention to detail on these issues that's the hardest part moving forward as a species right we have to decide for ourselves and can't just go along with the pack you know we have to take each issue separately and it sucks because you just want to work hard make good money the religion the political party the nationality irish catholic american white heterosexual unmarried no children um there's no way uh, if each of these are going to have significance, there's no way to be able to feed all those. Um, eventually there will be a collision. Something's got to give. What would Jesus do? He would not approve a $278 billion Pentagon budget to be used on global slaughter. Okay. So you want to call yourself Christian, then you got to overhaul all this or is Christian not necessarily mean Christ-like. If you're just worshiping Christ, but not being Christ-like, you know, boy that's a great way out too that's a great outlet like i'm you know um let's see oh and then turn around after that budget and and reject your veterans when they come home to deal with trauma just throw enough money at them right there's enough money plenty of money for the wars and to take care of vets uh immediate family for life right house school trade school medical for family physical and any therapy uh, mental, emotional. Um, you know whether they're soldiers for the U.S. in their interests or mercenaries for U.S. companies. You know because who knows what we're fighting for in some of these fronts. Uh, give them their due, right? Fundraisers, Operation Gratitude are great. 
glad to give to those glad to do comedy at those things uh but those should be gravy on top of what's already being done for them right go back to roman times and how we treated soldiers that stood post right and had to listen to my bullshit um why isn't there oh yeah why isn't there a make a wish for veterans you know and maybe there is i don't know uh i was actually talking to a guy at the david wells perfect 33 foundation about trying to do something like this um and you know well what do you think what do you think what do you think you know what you just have to do it if it falls on its face it falls on its face somebody else can pick it up or you learn and try it again uh but you just see in so much talk and uh, and i'm guilty of it too right um just just talk just talk for years what do they call uh giant next giant in planning dwarf in execution i don't know if you're allowed to say that even um best decisions i ever made i've said this were made in less than a day right maybe one night's sleep because it's stuff you're already debating in your head and then something comes to a head and you're like yeah i know what to do here uh deciding on college boom quick deciding on japan when i went over there as an exchange student quick deciding on stand-up uh comedy quick moving to la quick moving out of la these are what's one two three four there's five major decisions in my life that like i didn't have to think about that long isn't that interesting where i've delayed uh asking a girl out both ways both ways i've asked girls out too soon too um but asking a girl out delayed learning piano which i'm finally doing uh delayed possibly moving to new york for stand-up purposes uh very delayed it's right there you know i have friends there it's an audience more suitable for me than la i love it there so um still on the horizon though anyway um so before you could just say i stand with the party or group and that took care of everything and we didn't have to deal with it oh so nice right uh the environment is covered and protected kids are in school and i just have to do one thing this job and it takes care of everything i don't have to worry about my diet right because your your body doesn't know your diet doesn't know how hard you work that day but you're like i deserve this double cheeseburger um anyway now everything is so documented that it's just coming in piece by piece uh and who knows who knows what's real i don't know you know you listen to jordan peterson he doesn't seem to be concerned with uh, global climate change even though top scientists or even bottom scientists uh are claiming that it is you'll have to oh you'll have to search your heart and gut on these issues you just can't go blindly which sucks we just want to go blindly yeah just yeah whatever order to go you know there's trash on the ground um instead of picking it up don't we have to don't we have paid people to clean that up maybe but why not you you know asking the question tells me you care enough go a little bit further pick it up maybe it's someone who works that area for their job but doesn't live in that area so they're not connected they don't feel connected so why should they give a shit right whenever i see trash i try to clean it up anywhere in the world um if i'm in a city it's you know you can only do so much big city might not be my area but it's my earth right uh i do love some of the videos some not all of the videos people filming people litter and then chasing them down it's gnarly accountability it's gnarly karma it's narma narma and greg all right some people go too far some of those videos are absurd um story in la uh, for another time maybe I, I i rolled up on a guy he was driving an escalade and um he was uh he had just littered big dude i didn't see i didn't see him he just i didn't see him at all and he just threw this big bag of junk food uh fast food uh out his window like i was like coming on the sun off holloway coming on the sunset going west and just throws throws it out right there and so i pulled up next to him his black escalade big black dude 
I'm all that was lame, but I, I, I shouldn't. The, what you should do is be like, you're better than that, man. No good. Thumbs down. But I was like, what's your effing problem? You know, which automatically, that's not disarming at all. I should have been like, you're better than that, man. Come on. No way. You know, and then it's a soft push. But instead, it's like, what's your effing problem? I'm opening with that. And he's like, what's your effing problem? I'm like, I saw you throw that bag back there. And he started going off on my car, 2014 Camry. Um, like, and I'm like, what does my car being a piece of shit have to deal do with you littering? Like, and uh, anyway, it didn't come to blows because the light turned green. I would have been dead, but I wasn't going to stop talking. I mean, it's just litter bug is the cutest word for the worst crime. Litter bug. It's like a soft, like, oh, he's a litter bug. Oh, that's so cute. Litter bug. It, it's, I'll tell you why it's the worst crime, because it's the easiest thing not to do. Not to do. You know, uh, leave it in your car. You're going to eventually see a trash can, right? Drive up next to a bin and throw it out. Uh, a, a building is being built or people are being murdered out in the hallway right now. Where I am. Okay. Um, but I do also get annoyed when there's no trash can, especially after I've picked up a ton of trash on a hike, on a trail, on a sidewalk, walking through a town, city. Um, have something for people to use that they can throw. And, and check the bins so we don't overflow. There's no reason. Okay. Uh, right in like I'll be walking sometime even if I'm in Arizona visiting fam and along the highway I'll pick up some trash it's always cups you know it's it's sometimes Starbucks you're going to see McDonald's more Starbucks people are obviously on the average probably a little keep it a little tighter than your McDonald's or your Popeye's people or whatever Taco Bell even Taco Bell I don't see as much McDonald's I should do a, a podcast on trash and garbage and what I see the most of if I've got a ton of trash on a walk and there's no bin in sight and I've got two handfuls I'll make a pile and leave it somewhere um, it's better all collected for the next person to come along or maybe someone who works that highway officially and uh, you don't want just a cup or whatever a bag here and there if it's all collected then someone has to deal with it right but it's like, have a trash can. I've walked far enough. There's no trash can. I'm leaving this in a pile, you know. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to get one of those orange outfits. Would that scare the hell out of people? I'm just by myself walking the highway in an orange outfit, picking up trash, impersonating a convict. Can you even get in trouble for that? God, you can buy them online, obviously. But uh, who knows? You don't need to freak somebody out. Like, who or what? waste a cop's time he's now got to pull over and deal with it okay uh but that's why trump's not going to jail man that's just too much orange right that, that's just that'd be like oh we can't that's too much but let's keep wasting money on that uh no theme to this podcast whatsoever uh and which is why i have no following after 22 years of stand-up just too middle on everything right gotta find a pov point of view gotta find a theme gotta find a hook um let's see Let's see what else here. Masks away a lot. Is that what I said? That's great. Okay, we're at 19. Um, okay, so the transform. Oh, so finally, at two thirds of the way, I'm getting through the theme generational networking. Oh, God. Okay, Snorfest 2000. So um, the transformation of Southern California over the last 20, 30, 50 years. Uh, has been greater than anywhere else, right? Boston, New York, Chicago, were already crowded places. Um, but the South, Texas was already pretty crowded. I guess places like Florida maybe um, are more crowded, but Miami was probably the same size. But Southern California, Orange County's exploded, obviously. Um, LA's exploded. 
uh, the West, the Southwest, you know, Austin's getting big. Phoenix has exploded. San Diego's like the sixth largest city, the only city to get bigger and lose two franchises. It's so weird. Um, so the transformation, Southern California, Vegas has just exploded, you know, continues. Um, which, so, yeah, this this kind of generational thing, networking, and we're trying to build at the school I'm working at. Generational networking, I don't know if it's a phrase, but my old high school has 12,000 alumni, thousands of families. And when you have your child go to a school like this, they're in for life, which is a great thing to tell incoming families, current families, for better or for worse. Uh, I'll emphasize better. It's, you know, better. There's no worse, right? So many of the people that don't like going to my old high school that didn't like going there, they wouldn't have liked their high school experience regardless of where they went, right? But since it was the private high school, that is a target. That becomes the easy punchline or the easy go-to. Like, I didn't like well, you, 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 I knew you at Capo. I knew people that knew you at Capo. You were a miserable prick there or at Tribuco or Mission, these other high schools in the area. And you didn't like it there, but it would have looked poor if you would have left. It would look poorly if you would have left those schools too. Um, look, it's a different experience, and people go to different places. Great. It worked. Public, private. That's great that it worked. But my point is, don't always blame it on um, the Catholic private high school, right? Easy punchline. Um, the high school I work at, obviously higher end, they get access to well-to-do families, successful families, families that somebody worked hard, I mean, somebody to make money at some point. It's either the current generation or a past generation. Um, is there criminal behavior, white-collar criminal behavior, of course? Um, but there are families that take their children's future very serious, very serious. Not that public schools don't. But private schools, you know, some of these families do, and they're doing activities, and they're doing a sport. Nobody at the school I went to, even then, really just had school and then went home. Um, anyway, so you've got this. It's a network for life, this school, and it can pay dividends 30 years down the road. And that's a nice thing to be able to tell families. And any in any business, it's like, look, at this is not just four years. Um where I would like to see our kids, this podcast is all over the where I would like to see our kids improve is real world type stuff, a little more grit. Uh, the world will take care of that in time. Um, and there's no way parental approval in this day and age, it's not going to happen. Uh, but you want to mix. You want, like, I, I feel like knowing so many kids that went to local public schools was good, playing sports with them. A uh, little more grit, a little more real. Um, it was a good mix. Um, not that there's not soft kids there and tough kids at a private high school. So anyway, Father Greg uh, Boyle, Father G, coming from Homeboy Industries in a couple of weeks to talk to the school, the school I work at. He's a hero of mine, a true believer, difference maker, uh, someone of the real faith, right? Was talking with uh, some of the guys uh, there at Homeboy. I was talking to some of them, told them he's coming down and... Let's just say that these ex-cons and ex-gangsters aren't the best at texting back. <laughs> Who'd have thought? <coughs> but he's the link, right? Because I don't know how to communicate with some of these dudes or, like, what world they come from. Um, anyway, you don't need to. That's the good news. You don't need to go dwell in the streets to help people in the streets. There are conduits, thank God. Uh, I try to be one of them. Uh, I'm probably a light peripheral one. 
but Father G is the guy, and Homeboy Industries and Homegirl Industries is the link. Uh, if you don't want to get your hands dirty, I don't want to get my hands dirty all the time. I'll do it sometime. But those those people are in the shit, man, and uh, we gotta we gotta invest in that. Uh, I will occasionally get my hands dirty, but people like him that live in it, man. You know, people who work with the terminally ill, you know, physicians, nurses, uh, people who work with special needs. I just don't know how you do it. Um, it's tough enough having a sibling, and maybe that's why you can do it, because you're not related. But a lot of them are. Okay, anyway. So generational networking that exists in England, in Europe, on the East Coast, those schools. My God, it depends. Everything depends on the schools you go to, Ivy League and beyond. Um Finally, coming to the West Coast, Stanford, SC, uh, Santa Margarita, Modern Day High Schools. Um, Harvard Westlake was a great high school. I lived pretty much walking distance up in LA, and you just see these 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 are kind of newer networks. Um, Stanford's been around whatever hundred years. Modern Day about sixty years. Santa Margarita thirty five. Harvard Westlake's probably been around eighty years. I don't know. Saint Ignatius up in the Bay Area has been around freaking one hundred fifty years, man. So. Um, it's kind of new to Southern California, especially South Orange County. This is kind of new. So it's going to be interesting in the next 30 years where this generational networking uh, develops. Because, you know, you, let's say you live in Baltimore, you know, New York, Philly, uh, Boston. People know families. They're like, oh, yeah, they were over here in the 1800s. This mayor, he was a mayor there. He started this company. And that's now going to slowly, the, the new west is, is what's going to happen in South Orange County. Um, okay. Uh, is that a wrap on this episode? I mean, I have so much written here. No. Um, Princess Regal. Okay. I think I was on this ship before. Okay, China. I, I heard a great podcast this week about China not being as much of a threat as we think because they just have no access to the seas. Um, their infrastructure is not that great. They have a ton of people, a ton of poverty. <sighs> so you don't know what to believe there. Um independence day too i don't know oh okay so here's the thing if china were to take us over it took 116 years for kind of english western white europe to come over and do their thing in america right 1610 and then cut to 116 years no 1610 1776 so 160 years maybe i don't know why i have 116 uh, 160 i think is what i meant 160 between English arrival, you know, Dutch, all that, and uh, the United States rebelling against its um, motherland, its fatherland, Queen England. So uh, if China does take us over, it'll take about 160 years for Chinese Americans then to repel and separate from uh, Beijing. That's the way I look at it. So we'd have to have a second Independence Day. That's why that's written there. We'd have July 4th, and then it's like China takes us over, but then Chinese Americans, they're like, ah, I like this part. I don't want to keep reporting back to a, a premiere in um, Beijing. So if they do take us over, 160 years, it'll be fine. Um, I have zero idea what to believe. Do we have sleeper agents? I don't even know what that means. Okay, uh, 27... Do I want to talk about this stuff? Um, oh, did I? Okay. I met an alum on the ship tonight. It's great. So we landed in, um, I have his name written down, but I can't find it. He's a class 2012 singer dancer. He's on the ship. He had a sister in 08 at Santa Margarita. Um, Spanish last name. Anyway, I'm going to see him in a sec here, but uh, 
class 2012 we're driving in the shuttle we have a shuttle there's three of us and him and another dancer singer the shuttle from the hotel to the ship and they're talking 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 one of them jokes like aren't you loving this talk about musical theater and i i can't get enough of it i'm laughing their stories are hilarious they're very open and honest they don't care we're in very close space and um and then he starts talking about yeah laguna beach lake forest went to grade school and i was like oh, okay i was like where'd you go to high school and he's like oh, i went to a catholic high school down there and i was like i pulled out a santa margarita business card and he lost it it was so funny well dude here you go and i work in alumni relations and i'm doing comedy on the cruise ship so so we talked we knew a few of the same people uh francisco and barth but some people in the music department but it was just hilarious and we talked and the other guy's like this is crazy um and we talked it was like a half hour it was uh miami to fort lauderdale and we just talked about santa margarita and growing up and here we are two alum he's uh two decades younger and he looks it <laughs> uh he's a dancer singer great looking kid um and i'm sure he's good i look forward to seeing his group they're doing like a billy joel kind of uh sing and dance act out type thing kind of like a, a jersey boys but billy joel which will be fun as hell because uh, i know more probably joel songs than i do jersey or frankie valley songs so uh that'll be great um i'll go check that out but two santa margarita kids on the same ship as entertainers yeah i'm an entertainer on the ship not just uh not just a schmo you know okay so that's enough for now um i've got some stocked up here but i can reserve that for the next do i have any shows upcoming locally in southern cal uh i do not i do not um i do not i'm gonna do some volleyball games and some lacrosse games coming up here and our women's our girls soccer team just won cif and now go on to state i believe santa margarita girls so that's exciting as hell great talented group hardworking, brash i think they're the perfect amount of brash um and a great coach okay uh 2012 okay okay keen on things is the podcast keen of comedy on all social media platforms thanks for giving me a half hour uh, i hope it's not too boring um it's definitely not completely informed uh let's say partially informed okay we'll see you next time thank you love you